When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside Christian, my brother to my right, James, to my brother to my left, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. We thank them for being our sponsor of this episode of this podcast and of all of THPN. Okay, now that I've got that out of the way, Otter is a freaking hockey god, man. Oh, my. Woo! Dallas Stars win by a final. Sorry, I had to get that out. Dallas Stars win by a final score of 3-2 to two tonight over the Minnesota Wild. They even the series at 2-2. Two to two. Gentlemen, it is now a best of three series with two of the games being back in Dallas if needed. If needed, what is your initial thoughts coming out of this game? There's so much to talk about. I mean, the, the, what you said, Jake Ottinger is amazing. I mean, he's finally entered the chat as his old playoff self that we saw against the Calgary Flames. This is what we saw for seven games against Calgary. <laughs> and we got one here tonight and we took care <laughs> of business. Um, the Stars still did not play their best. They did not play good enough. They they weren't the best that they had to be. Um, but Otter was way better than he had to be <laughs> so we still get the win um yeah you did what you had to do you went into minnesota you had to get the split they got the split job done yeah i mean it's overall an incredibly stressful game to watch like goodness i thought my heart was going to explode Agreed. but what once once you kind of saw otter getting into it and how confident he was stopping after he stopped those rushes in the second that we were home free man yeah, after the two breakaways, there's no chance Otter was going to lose this game. Okay, so I am going to introduce into evidence Exhibit A here. We're not allowed to show a moving picture, but we can show a picture. This <laughs> is a picture of the Minnesota Wild after that last shot by Jake Ottinger. Oh my goodness. I absolutely could not believe he made that save. 
I saw that. I saw it. I saw it happening. Like, you know, you, you know, you have that feeling where you watch a play and you know exactly what's going to happen. And you, you know, it's going to go across the ice. You know, he's going to be able to get a giant chance. And you're like, no, and yeah. you're like, like screaming, like, you know, what's going to happen. Sure. <laughs> I thought that I thought for sure that was going in the back of the net. I was like, I know Andre's been good, like for a split second in my head, but I'm like, there's no way he's getting to that. And oh my gosh, I, I don't think anybody would say that I'm wrong and, and when I say this. Jay Gottinger is the best playoff goalie in the NHL right now. He is absolutely 100% the best playoff goalie in the NHL. You can't tell me otherwise. Yeah. In game one, he just got outdueled a little bit. Gustafson was excellent. Game two, he just did what he had to do. He let in three goals. Game three, he allowed his team to be able to have a chance to win the game despite them absolutely sucking it up. And then tonight, he absolutely goalies the other team completely by himself. I mean, he is right now the MVP of the playoffs. Yeah, that was a single-handed win, hands down. I mean, yeah. if anyone else is in net tonight, the Stars probably lose this game like 5-2. to two. Yeah, and you look at the only two goals that the Minnesota Wilds scored, the John Klingberg goal, Great play by Lindell. Knocks the saucer pass out of midair. Goes straight to Klingberg. What are you going to do? Nothing. The Frederick Goudreau goal off the post. Hits him in the face and falls straight to his tape. And he rifles it home. I mean, the luckiest. And even the the, last one he saved. Even the last one is a great block. It's a great defensive play. They block the puck in front of the net. It goes straight to him into his wheelhouse for a one-timer. Not even like, oh, he can corral and get a shot. No, it's a perfect pass off of our skate unbelievable so let's talk about the goals for a second for the minnesota wild because i think it's i think it's uh, a good thing to talk about because i think as as many chances as minnesota had tonight i thought their goals had a bit of luck to them what what did y'all see any of that that i said they were lucky (laughs) that's the that's the only way they were going to get it in on Otter tonight. That's I, they had no chance otherwise. Even the lucky ones that they were getting, he was saving. Agreed. So let me let me go straight into this because this is what I was a little scared about. This is not ex- exactly how I expected the stars to play, and I think the stars purposely came into the game with this gameplay because what was happening right off the bat is that the D were getting more involved in the offense. But in but the the rushes were rampant in the first period, and I thought that was the Stars' best period was the first period. Agreed. But mm-hmm. did you like? Did you think this was the best way for the Stars to go about their business in Game Four? I know they they should have played a lot better. I I hundred percent agree with you, Chris. They did not play well enough to win this game. They shouldn't have won this game. But the way they came into this game, they they focused more on the defense. And they took advantage of their few opportunities that they had. The first 10 minutes of the first period, especially. That's the way that you need to play game five the whole way through. Um, We kind of got away from it in the second period because of the two breakaways that we gave up. The D started, they kept being aggressive. But when you have the long change, you have to be more wary of when you're pinching in as hard as they are. Um, So after those two breakaways, which were literally back to back and were amazing saves by Otter, that scared him off of it. And so you didn't see that for the rest of the second. You didn't see that in the third at all. Um, but I think you need to get back to that and figure out a way to play that safely in the second period. But the second period has notoriously been bad for the stars too. So, yeah. 
I mean, it, it was very obvious game plan to just dump it in deep, forecheck all three forwards, and have a defenseman skate through the high slot, get it past him, try to shoot it on. That that felt like the game plan for at least the first like four or five shifts, and then they started to try to cycle a little bit more. Yeah. I think really a lot of that was that them trying to set the pace early and trying to get the Wild to play the way the Stars wanted them to. And then the first, I thought it worked great. Yeah, it was. And we, we should have scored. The fact that we didn't score in the first period might have been the worst part of the Stars game. I mean, I mean not executing there was and Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah, not right. scoring on that is awful. Yeah, right. Exactly. And the the thing that was really weird was the Thomas Harley post. The, I mean, it was literally him against four wild players, right? I mean, he was the they only one in his own. Too, man. Yeah. So I, I thought it was I thought it was shocking to 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 see that, and I was like, did that really hit the post? I was I was beyond surprised that that it did. And very obviously, Harley was told go get it tonight because we brought in Yoel Hanley <laughs> to. Help help him on the defensive side, and and he went for it. And honestly, he looked very good in the offensive zone. Agreed. He even yes. got some second power play time as well. So, w- what did y'all think about the decision? I-, I was not expecting it to be honest with you. I was expecting keep everything the same. They just need to play better, kind of thing. I didn't think Miller played bad enough to get scratched. I did. But- I I think he hasn't played good the whole series either, though. I mean, the the thing that we saw from him in the at the end of the season, the last six games, was his him taking those giant slap shots and trying to get it to the net, and he wasn't doing that, and he wasn't getting back either. I mean, it, both things that he was doing late in the season, he just stopped doing going into the playoffs. And then he had the worst individual play by a defenseman so far in the series. I mean, he yeah. he he was he was a fence post, and he just let Johansson make a Sports Center top ten play around him. So I want to talk about this player because I think he's another reason why and it's not Tyler Sagan, why this game was able to stay in the stars favor. And it's a guy that did not have a solidified spot last year at all. And that's Mr. Ty Delandria. I thought this game was probably one of the best games I think I've ever seen Ty Delandria play. And I mean, there were multiple times and it wasn't even, he, he had, he had offensive chances tonight, which he had some huge ones. He had, there was at least one, maybe two that I could think of off the top of my head. But what I loved seeing was the defensive play. Oh my gosh. He was everywhere. He was in the right spot every single time. And he, he saved at least one goal again, maybe two that, that I can, uh, that I can't remember. There was at least one. He was absolutely fantastic tonight. Yeah, and that's one thing on the last game since I wasn't here. I was going to pick Delandria as my biggest loser. I thought he had an awful night in game three. He took two bad penalties, and it, his whole line altogether just played awful. But, I mean, this was an absolutely great game for him, without without a doubt. I mean, back on every single play, no matter what. And the other thing about this, uh, James, is, again, this is a another draft pick that the Dallas Stars went out and got. And yes, he's he's a first round pick, so maybe you would expect a little bit more out of a first round pick when it comes offensively. But I mean, look at Roddick Fox and look what he's done. He does not get enough credit for what he does. I mean, we saw at the end of the season before the playoffs started that he was like the second best defensive forward in the NHL, according to some analytics that uh, Dom Bushijan had of the Athletic. And then Ty Delandria comes up this year and plays the way that he has. 
he's been kind of the Swiss army knife for the stars this year. He's been thrown around on every single line. He's done everything and anything that he's ever asked uh, of. And the only thing he hasn't done is play on the top line. He's played he's uh, and I guess on the power play a little bit, but he, he is just absolutely fantastic. He is that Swiss army knife that I think every team needs. And I wanted to highlight his play tonight because it, it was immense, immense yeah. how much he meant to this game. And I didn't want him to get overlooked. Very good. Definitely the best depth guy on the ice. Um, And well, let's talk about the obvious uh, player tonight who I thought was the star's best player is Tyler Sagan. You got to get into it. Fantastic. I mean, first, first multi-goal game in the playoffs since May of 2011. And boy, could it have not come at a better time. Um, what was something that y'all saw of his play tonight uh, other than maybe the goals or maybe you could talk about the goals, whatever that y'all saw in tonight's game. I mean, he's one of the few guys that's fighting for interior space on the ice. I mean, we didn't have any shots from the slot. And then our third goal from Sagan, he just finds room in the slot makes his own space and rifles at home. And that's what we need more of, especially from Robertson that we're missing, but all over the ice, you need guys getting interior and forcing tough saves from Gustafson and not just stuff from outside the slot. And that's what Sagan did super well tonight. He forced himself in there made his own room and then made Gustafson make the saves and yeah. he didn't make the saves. It, it it felt like he was really pushing that whole top line to do more. Harrison with the uh, stat of the night, uh, 1.7 expected goals for Tyler tonight. That is the biggest total for one game all season. That is an excellent stat. Thank you, Harrison for that, because uh, that's important. And uh, it kind of builds into how good he really was tonight. Yeah. He had six shots on goal. The next closest was two. A lot of people had two, but Sagan had six. Oh, a lot of people had two. Okay. Um, okay. I, you mentioned it very briefly, Chris. We need to get into Robertson. We're still not seeing anything of him. Like, and, not at all, and it's not enough. And I know he had a power play goal in, in the first game, and I know that he's – I mean, he's been largely invisible. He was better tonight. He was very good tonight in, in his two-way game. But that – I mean, we really need more out of him. Yeah. We need more. Yeah. It's so frustrating because he's still got a point in every single game. He's hit the score sheet every single game. But, I mean, he's just that, – that we don't need him for the assists, which is what he's giving us right now. We need him to to make the big play, get in on the team, and make make the other team feel stupid, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, and, and I would argue that he had a better game tonight than he did the other night. I, I thought it was maybe equal, maybe worse. Um, he, it's, he's not being aggressive at all. He's afraid to go after the puck. Uh, I, I think playoff hockey is totally getting to him yeah. and I don't know what he has to do, but he needs to find a way and maybe just needs to get hit one time. Maybe he needs to take one big hit and be like, okay, I'm fine. And let's go back in. Yeah. But he's, the, he's playing timid is what it is. Yeah. And, and I think you really hit the nail on the head right there, Chris. It's it, he's playing super defensively. He's so worried about giving up a goal or a chance that it really feels like he's doing nothing in the offensive zone. I think he just needs to get into the dirty areas. I really think that's what he uh, needs that's, to do. That's he what needs I'm saying. To get in front he's, of the not, net. he's not going there because he's scared of giving up a chance the other way. And and, maybe that's what that's what you were saying. Okay. But it, I, I mean, and that's that's funny you say that, James, because we're so used to him scoring multi-point games. I guess <laughs> that it, it just seems like he's not doing a lot. But I, I mean. I don't know. I don't want to rag on him too much because I, I, I feel like there's a game coming where he's going to explode. 
and I I I really want to say it's game five. I, I really want to say it's going to be game five. I agree. You think he's had the least playoff experience of any of the people in our top six, other than Johnston, and he's he's still trying to figure it out. I think I think he's going to figure it out. Once he does, it'll be fantastic. And if I was to pick a team that would be the hardest for Robertson to play against of the eight teams in the West, it's the Minnesota, Minnesota Wild. Minnesota Wild. That's the yeah. hardest team for him to play against. So I think he's figuring it out. I think he'll figure it out by the end of the series and he'll make some huge, massive play, and we'll forget all about the first four games. Hey, guys, it's Ryan here. It's NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on all the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every game during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA team. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas... Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Um, I, I want to talk about Harley a little bit too because I was furious with Harley when he took that penalty. He, I was absolutely furious. I'm like, it's it's Marcus Felino. You know, you know he's trying to draw a call or something. That's that's the way he plays. Yep. That's what makes him really good. He does a lot of things really, really well. You got hit. Okay. You 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 weren't looking, you weren't paying attention. Get up and get going. Don't take a retaliatory penalty. That was I was I was livid when he took that penalty. Yeah, and the wild don't dive. Okay, whatever. Molina, <laughs> Felino totally threw his head back on that. But you're still right either way. He can't do that. I mean, the refs are looking at it because he's like, oh, man, that guy just got hit hard. And then the first thing they see is him throwing his hands into Felino's face. It, it, it's not a smart penalty. It's understandable. I'd be pissed off, too, if I got blindside hit that Felino's been doing all series long. And we'll get into that more later. But, yeah, he, he's got to be more disciplined than that. I think he learned his lesson there. He made up for it with a great game overall, though, still. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been the greatest, like, surprise for the Stars, in my opinion. I mean, Otter isn't a surprise. He's been there the whole time. Yeah. We have all these other players. They've all been here. But Harley coming in and just being able to slot into that sixth defenseman spot. And, and honestly, he's the fifth now. I mean, he's moved up even. And yeah. he's just looks so solid. Agreed. Really good uh, comment from Thomas Payne over here on Facebook saying Harley is playing a lot of minutes. That was one moment, but I agree with you, Thomas, hundred percent. He's playing it. I was not mad at his game. I thought he played 
pretty well and way better than game three in my own opinion. But I mean, what do we talk about the playoffs? Is like, and what do sports say in general? Is inches matter, and in some some cases, centimeters matter. And that one moment could have cost the stars the game. It could have cost the game. Thankfully, it didn't because Otter was there, <laughs> and the penalty kill did its job tonight as well. But you you cannot take a, a penalty like that. And I, I want to get into this next point because I thought the stars did excellent excellent job in this they just ignored the wild i, I know that long. seems i i mean i know that seems silly to say because the wild are on the ice and they're playing the wild but there was something about the game today that they just had a mindset of we're not gonna retaliate we're not gonna play their game which is what we complained about a lot last game chris and they were just they were just in the zone. They were focused. They were not going to take any kind of stupid penalties, although some of the calls were stupid. And the only one was Harley. And that was one moment that Harley took yeah. a stupid penalty. And that was it. And the rest so, of his game was great, too. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I do have to give the Stars credit for that. And I really liked that they, I mean, they were dialed in. They were so focused. It was scary. Yeah, especially defensively. Uh, the offensive side, it still needs some help there. Um, but yeah, defensively, they were very dialed all night long. They weren't really getting anything. The two goals that went in were off bounces. And then we had those two breakaways because of the aggressive style that we were playing early in the second. Other than that, it was a very good defensive game by the Stars. Yeah. And that's how we should be playing against this team, though. I mean, the Minnesota Wild are not a good offensive team. If we play defensively, we, we don't give them anything extra, which honestly, tonight... If Otter wasn't in net, we gave them like Way three five. extra, three extra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like for, for sure, at least like three free goals, essentially. Uh, and, it was more like five. But, but, <laughs> it, to be but, more then, like five. but that shows their offensive defici deficiency. I mean, they have two yeah. breakaways and they score on neither. Yeah. There you go. And there were two two on ones where it was Zuccarello and Kaprizov as well. So, yeah. but I mean, like, my, my point more is that we got our goals off of special teams, which is how we should do it, which is how we won both the games in the series so far. We, we took heavy advantage of our power plays and scored big on, in both games. And we gave the other team nothing. And, to, and tonight was more Otter gave them nothing. And the other game was more we just scored three power play goals. So what are they going to do? But I mean, the Minnesota Wild are not going to put up four or five goals a night. They're just not. I mean, if we stay back, I have confidence in our team that by the end of the night, we should have at least two or three goals. Yeah. And then we may be jumping ahead a little bit here, but we've, we've mentioned kind of throughout the podcast that this still wasn't a great game by the Stars. The best that the Stars have played was the second half of game one. Since then, the Stars have not played well, I don't think. And it, it the series is tied no, to No, 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 no. I wouldn't go that far. Game, game two... They were they were playing a different type of hockey. Um, I, I think what I liked to see out of this team tonight is they played a different style. Game two was very different than game four. When when they figured out that they could look at Ottinger and say, okay, nothing is absolutely getting by him tonight other than a couple of fluky goals. Well, not fluky goals, but lucky bounces that they were able to dial in. They were very much a very better defensive team tonight. And what they did in game two is they just slaughtered 
the Minnesota Wild when it came to the offensive side of the game. There's also an asterisk there, too, though, because they took out their goalie that they've been riding the entire second half of the season for no reason. So big asterisk there. That's fair, but I just I liked to see that the Stars played a very different style in game two than they, what they did in game four. And it was done on purpose. It, it was completely 100% done on purpose, in my opinion. So it, it's good to see that. In, in order to win in the playoffs, you've got to be able to play lots of different styles, not just one. Because, I mean, you could look at uh, the Devils right now, for example, and ask them how, how they're doing in their series and stuff like that. But um, I, I want to talk about, and this is going to be a, a big conversation piece for a lot of I well, maybe not a big conversation piece, a conversation piece. Um, I want to talk about that Felino penalty because we were talking about that. We couldn't, y'all couldn't even yeah. not talk about it before oh, we came on live. So here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that particular play. If Felino had connected on Marchment, that 100% would have been a five-minute major or a penalty or something, elbowing something. But Marchment was able to get out of the way and they call it tripping. I, I, I mean, interference. Sure, I, I could definitely see interference, but tripping, really. The thing that I saw was more of a knee-on-knee action. Honestly, I mean, Felino's going in to, to make a hit, so he's kind of coasting, right? But I mean, it looks like his leg is sticking out, and that's the only thing that I can think that they were calling it for. But regardless, if we want to talk about oh, bad Felino calls, I mean, we got called Dodonov for hitting as well. And then we had a phantom trip at the end of the game. There yeah. you go. There's oh, your two I, bad calls. The opposite I, I'm, way. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, they only showed on the broadcast one replay. And I know they were trying to get back to the action, but they only showed one replay of the quote unquote Hawk and pod trip, yeah. which I mean, I, even Zuccarello himself went over to the ref. It was like, dude, I slipped. Dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's just like in the, I, I love Zuccarello. I really wish he was still a Dallas stars. Uh, player but still it's i mean i don't know that i don't know what else to say about that to be honest i'll say something felino has been taking crappy runs at people all game long and tonight he paid for it that's what that penalty was he's taking another bullcrap blindside run at a player and he dives headfirst into the boards for it and gets a penalty that's justice that's what it is it, that's really what it is. And Felino had a terrible night. Two penalties and a minus one for Felino because all he's interested in is throwing blindside checks all game long. And, and we scored on both the penalties that Felino took, by the way. Yeah. So Felino cost say, yeah. the wild the game by you could, you could say a, that by being a numbskull who just wants to throw his weight around. Yeah. So do that all you want, Felino. It's a garbage way to play hockey. You do it well, though. I'll give you credit for that. You do get blindside hits often. And and honestly, they it looks like they were calling the penalties because the players were going for the player and not the puck. Like when the puck, when you can obviously just reach over and take the puck, like you should take it every time. There's no reason to go on a hit like that unless you're trying to hurt someone. Honestly, I think there's only one other thing we need to talk about here tonight. Uh, guys, it's the the power play and the penalty kill for the Dallas Stars. Special teams, goaltending. How often have we heard Daryl Razor Ray say that if you have special teams and you have goaltending, you will win a majority of the games? Yeah, and honestly, the Stars' penalty kill is not good enough still. They have allowed a power True. play goal every single game. 
including granted there's been like four penalties in every single game for the wild but regardless you can't let a goal every single game off the power we're a top five penalty kill we're playing against the minnesota wild you can't allow a power play goal every single game i'm hoping that it's all out of their system by now but it's gotta end also six on four is pretty tough six on four i'll I'll (laughs) grant i'll grant them that one but and, honestly, and the kill was a lot better. The first three yeah, penalty it looked kills great were fantastic. Tonight. Yeah. Especially the third one. I mean, we gave them nothing in that third penalty. And then Dodonov comes out of the box and scores. I mean, and that, that was, was the biggest kill. That was a dagger. I was like, I even wrote down that, ooh, that's got to really hurt for the Minnesota Wild. Because they had their chances on that power play. And then Dodonov comes right out of the box. And he's like, oh, there's this black disc here. In the back of the net. Fantastic. So, Okay. Huh, stupid Dallas fan doesn't know what a puck is called. Yeah. Oh, it's a football, right? Clip that. It's a football, right? No? Frisbee oh, ball. it's a handball. Handball, okay. Okay. All right. Um. Anyways, um. let's do our biggest winner, biggest loser tonight. You cannot choose Jake Ottinger because Jake Ottinger is obviously the biggest winner, so pick somebody else. Rope Hens, three assists. Assists on every goal. Without a doubt, Rope Hens has been the best player this series for the Dallas Stars. Agreed. I'll take the other easy one. Tyler Sagan, two goals. I already raved on him being more aggressive in the offensive zone. He did very good. Hopefully others follow his lead in game five. For me, I'll give it to Ty DeLandria since I sang the praises of him earlier today. He was my favorite player tonight. Absolutely my favorite player tonight. Um, Biggest loser. Who's the biggest loser in tonight's game? The third line still. They are not getting it going. Another minus one for them tonight and some chances, but it we talked about it. For us to be a Stanley Cup team, this line has to score. And they, they don't look very dangerous right now. James? Uh, without a doubt, it's Marcus Foligno. He's the cause for all three goals against. So that, that, was, that was the worst player in the game today, without a doubt. All right. Um... Should I give it to a Dallas Stars player or should I give it to a Minnesota Wild player? I already gave one to the Dallas Stars player, so it's fine. Okay, I'll, just, I'll choose Felino. I'll choose Felino again. Yeah, he, he, really was, he really was single-handedly the reason why they, they lost the game tonight. I'm they, gonna they, choose a second gave... one then because okay. I'm gonna choose Hartman because he got a, a he got him a squander <laughs> call and nobody knew it happened. So yeah, nobody did they even announce it? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think so. But he got it after we scored our third goal. Mm-hmm. Don't know what for. He must have said something to the ref that the ref didn't like. They threw him out. Yeah, and he yeah. obviously didn't get his money's worth if we didn't notice. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even see it. and no, Nobody even talked about it. It was like a minute after the goal happened, and uh, it was either Josh or Razor said something, and I was just like, wait, what? Hartman's gone? Yeah, I was so confused. Well, okay. I want to do a quick look at game five. Um because there's a couple questions that need to be asked. Um, here's a big question for the Minnesota Wild. Who's going to be in net? Because I don't think Gustafson was very good tonight. He was not good at all tonight. You don't and... put Flurry back in net after a 7-3 loss. Yeah, if you put Flurry in, you're a bigger idiot than you were when you put him in in game two. Because <laughs> this game's a lot more important, yeah. I mean, playing Flurry in the second game was already stupid. You look at the stats in the second half of the season. Gustafson is one of the best goalies in the league, not on the wide for the, the NHL. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Flurry playing the second game. I know his history and all that. He he's not that goalie. 
He is a lot older. It's a lot different. It's fine to go to him if Gustafson struggled, but when he played the best game of his life, <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the defensive side for the Dallas Stars. Do you leave Joel Hanley in, or do you put Miller back in? I think Miller's probably back in. I think so. It's, it's no, no, what, because what you, Miller not, didn't not, play good. But yeah, not what would you? What would do you expect to happen? What would you do? I'm still putting Miller back in. I mean, I think I think so. Hanley too. Hanley playing ten minutes tonight is like uh, that. That's what I was expecting when we put him in. But we're we're gonna need a lot more. I mean, if the game goes to overtime tonight, we're just we're, we're kind of screwed because yeah. we have no one else to play. I, I agree with James, and it's not because of what Hanley did. Hanley did his job very well. He he played ten minute. He played eleven minutes. Extremely good. Um, but there's a reason he's the seventh guy. Miller's going to play a lot more than Hanley would. We'll give some of our top four guys a break. If you look at their minutes, yeah. all of them are over 20 minutes. Hawk and so, 22 minutes. Yeah, I, I expect Miller to be back. And then we'll we'll leave with one final question. Is, uh, is Robertson going to get it done? I mean, until he does it, I'm going to keep saying no. He doesn't need to if Sagan and Ben do it. Yes, he does. That's where mm-hmm. I'm at at this point because he, well, he to win the series, to win the series, to win the series, yes. To go all the way, that's a different story. To yeah. win this series, you need one of Hints, Sagan, or Ben doing something on any given night. And if any of those three are scoring, then we are going to beat the Minnesota Wild because they don't know how to score. Agreed. I still think he has to score. He he has to win this series, like. No. Otter's already maybe, maybe. starting to win the series for us. So yeah, he definitely he probably should have deserved to win game one, but Gustafson was excellent, yeah. especially in the overtime. But I don't know. I just don't see he's gonna I just don't think I just don't see him doing it. And I'm going to hope and pray that I'm one hundred percent wrong about Robertson. Let's uh, put him on the fourth line. Time. That's how I was playing. Put him on the fourth line. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and again, I, I don't think that we're gonna, we're gonna see any kind of lineup changes because, no, as no, bad as they played be. tonight, they still got the the job done and they still won the game. Uh, so, superstition. As bad maybe. as they played, they didn't play that bad, but they still needed to play too many rushes. Too many rushes. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And, and good point from Brooke here. I mean, Kaprizov isn't doing it either. Both the best goal scorers in this series both have one power play goal. And that that's is crazy. Even. And that's why it's even, I think, in my opinion. I mean, if Kaprizov was scoring and Robertson still wasn't, we, we'd we be in trouble. <laughs> okay. Anything else, gentlemen? I think we've kind of discussed Game five, everything. most important game of the series. You got to win. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got 28 people listening live. Thank you, those of you who are listening live. We really appreciate it. And uh, all the support y'all have been showing us all season. If you're listening afterwards and you're listening recorded, please uh, consider if you like hearing anything on this podcast, uh, leaving a review anywhere you listen to this podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Uh, go and check out StarcasticRemarks.com uh, for all the latest info on our podcast. We're probably going to have a new new blog post up here soon, I think. I have an idea of what I'm going to talk about, but we'll see. And uh, as always, go and check out StarcasticRemarksShop.com. That's the best way to support us. That's our merch store there. Along with Chris, along with James, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side. 
and we hope you guys have a good fantastic morning afternoon evening otter is a absolute hockey god christian take us out gg boys